Vicky Vox, and you are listening to Doing Great with me, Vicky Vox, on today's show. It is a pleasure, a privilege, and a joy to introduce today's guest. They are, <laughs> let me tell you that I follow them on a bunch of social medias. And um, as entertaining it is, I'm not trying to live their life. It seems like everything wants to go wrong over here. She is the scam goddess herself, Lacey Mousley, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Hey, Vicky. <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to be here. Girl, this is wild. How are you on today? Oh, my God. I guess I'm doing okay. I'm alive, child. What else can you ask for right now? Thanks, sir. The bar is on the floor, bitch. I wake up, the eyes open, my legs work. I'll be like, all right, I'll take it. It's a good day right. in 2020. I'm, I'm lucky I woke up at all. How about that? Right. <laughs> when I tell you that I've been sleeping something crazy, like my sleep has been much different than it used to. First of all, I used to wake up at the crack of noon. And think Come that on, it crack was noon. the crack of noon. <laughs> yes, I used to wake up at the crack of noon, and that would be early for me. And now it's like, good morning, six a.m. What the hell? Oh wow! Yeah, no man. Are you going to bed earlier, or? Well, you know, I try, <laughs> <laughs> but it's mostly because I ain't got shit else to do, and I know that I'm not trying to get into trouble because I'm very good at that. So I just say, let me get my ass to bed, and I lay in bed till I fall asleep. <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> My mom used to say, close your eyes until you wake up again. Because I had a habit of, like, cracking the one eye open just to be like, what's going on? What are we doing? Like, is it, I'm like that, too. I like to be awake at night because that's when I feel like things are popping. Right. Like, right. I like, to, I like to cut up and make terrible choices and then have the stories to talk about later. This is what my life's right. about. <laughs> Same. And also, like, I need to know what's going on on Beyonce's internet. I hate when I wake up and everybody has already digested something. And I'm like, bitch, Jada was on the red table talk? That part, I, I'm going to have to look at this. Both Will and Jada on the on the red table talk, talking about their business. Yes. <laughs> talking about their business. They be- I mean, here's the thing. See, I'm talking about it all. We can talk about anything and everything. The point is, hopefully, we learn some lessons from our mistakes. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm just saying. Right, 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 right. Every, I feel like everybody kind of knew their business before they had to tell their business. Yeah, it was in the streets. Like, I remember when Leah Remini was like, well, you know, Jada be out here at the Scientology's parties with the Elrons and the girls. And she was like, oh, listen, I love all religions. Okay, I also go to synagogues. And and where do the Muslims see? I'll be over there, too. Right. <laughs> she really she tried to just. Ah. Like inshallah, and also lahayam, and yes, right. crazy now. <laughs> right, I'm, I, I can't wait to hear what they have to say about themselves because I've been hearing what everybody else has to say it's about messy. them. Did you listen to it yet? Yes, you know, listen to it. It's only what twelve minutes long. I had to. Okay, so long story short, first of all, you know Jada over right. here with all her woke words and stuff, and with her, you know, sage auntie wisdom. So she called her relationship with August Alcina an entanglement. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Will was like, "What is an entanglement, sis? You mean a relationship?" And she was like, "Yes, that's what I said." And he was like, "No, that's not what you said." <laughs> And the girls are already on Twitter photoshopping Jada's face on Tangle, <laughs> but with August Alcina as the yes. horse and Will as the other dude. <laughs> I was like, I hate black people so much. Y'all are so disrespectful and rude. But very talented. <laughs> <laughs> right, extremely. The right. fastest, the brightest. I love it. But no, so um, basically she said the relationship did happen and Will and her almost never spoke again and now they cool and it was four years ago and she don't get into none of the TT of it all, but... But at the end, they said this crazy thing that's like making Twitter go crazy right now. Um, she goes, 25 years. We ride together. We die together. And then they put their fists together and they go, <laughs> bad marriage for life. But why am I kind of here for that, though? Like, <laughs> I know, man. Like, go ahead. I mean, do what you got to do. That's really. Everybody act like you got to have a good marriage. <laughs> right. But like, who decides what a good marriage is? Exactly. Because all the good marriages I thought were good marriages sure did divorce. Right. <laughs> or they stay together and it's just toxic as hell. So right. it's a good marriage. I'm just I, saying. <laughs> I want people to live the way they want to live. I'm always inspired by people who make their own rules and do their own thing. Right. Same. Like, <laughs> I know it's not easy because, I mean, I live that life. But 
Make your own rules. And just be honest about some shit. And this is why I feel like the relationship has lasted so long. They clearly know what's going on. Right. There was no shock. <laughs> there was no dismay. Will was like, they were laughing a lot about it. They were like, I know we feel weird to y'all, but it was like, this happened four years ago. We've we moved forward. <laughs> we've moved on. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, Hollywood couples, and <clears throat> I'll say, you know, the, the, the elite couples, their right. their relationships last like dog years. So we got they're like for every one year it's at least seven for them because they go through right. a lot. They go through the most. <laughs> I also thought someone said not too long ago, but they were like, maybe Hollywood couples are just two people who actually have the resources to leave a relationship when they want to. Because we always talk about like the mid the Midwest couples that stay together for forever, but it's like you don't know if the man's like he's gonna take she gonna take half or she's like this is my provider. You don't know what their situation is that keeps them together. But when you both rich, you like all right, bitch, get out. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, uh, Bitterman, Bitterman, show this Negro the door. <laughs> we'll have your stuff packed. You don't gotta come back for it. <laughs> Not Bitterman. <laughs> come on, yes, but honestly. That might be the ticket. Like, I can leave if I want to. That's probably my problem. I stay leaving. Are you in a you relationship? Yes. <laughs> I stay leaving, okay? I stay. I'm never not leaving. Right. When people get too comfortable, I'm like, gotta go. Mm-mm. You got mm-hmm. comfortable. You, you, you think you know too much. I gotta go. <laughs> you gotta keep the mystery. Is yes. That, is that what's happening? <laughs> Yes. I see you shuffling right now. You got them cards in front I do. Of you? I'm sorry. I was shuffling because we're talking. I'm going to read your cards on this show. Yes, I'm excited. I knew. I knew. I was ready. Did they tell you? <laughs> they did tell me. They they let me know. You got a great set, a team and instructions. Yes. I can't prepare. Yes. <laughs> so, basically, I'm going to read these here playing cards like tarot cards. Okay? Okay. It's wild. Now, the, they're really vague but then also incredibly specific when it's about you. So, like, when I turn it over and tell you about it, if it doesn't make sense, you can tell me. I'm not going to get offended. It's just a shape and a number. Like, <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to out your scam. I'll be able to like, Ooh, oh, my God. How did you know? Wait, I did have a grandmother. Wait, you did have a... Somebody died. <laughs> somebody. Oh, my God. Somebody did die. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So when you just said that, I was instantly reminded of this time that my family came to visit L.A. And I live right. Shit, girl, I'm sweating. I'm sorry. This air conditioning has to be off for this podcast. Same. Um, (laughs) So my mom wanted to take these uh, the little Hollywood celebrity homes tours that Mm -hmm. like open air bus. She wanted to sit in it. So I went in it. And now being a person that does not live in those houses, but has partied at a lot of them. I was like, that's not their house. That's also not that. This is a scam. I was like, y'all just paid to point at some pretty houses? This is ridiculous. That's exactly what they do. And they'd be like, oh, well, somebody might come outside. Like, Ain't nobody coming They're outside. They're not coming. I said, let me call them real quick. <laughs> let, let me text my friends. Let's see what they're going to do. I I always feel bad for tourists that get on those buses in L.A. and then the China buses in New York, like the Chinatown buses. Um, I feel so bad because I'm like, y'all ain't getting no real experience. Get out here. Get mugged. Have a hobo <laughs> jack off in front of you. Like, get the real New York experience. She said, get like, mugged. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, homeless. You're not supposed to say hobo. My bad. Don't right. come for me. Well, I've, I've, <laughs> I've, <clears throat> excuse me. I've even moved from homeless to houseless. Because House clearly, they think they're home. They just, they their their home is wherever the hell they are. So right. they, they houseless. <laughs> and I have a struggle. Like I had to like, I've had some interactions with the houseless community that left me feeling away. Right. So I was like, that's not everybody. That's not everybody. I have been kicked by a houseless man. Oh, um, I've gotten in yeah. full verbal it's, confrontations. We were really ready to get into it. <laughs> oh, yes. I've been called the N-word many a time. Oh, no, ma'am. Yes, and I was like, you know what? You got it. I got I to gotta keep going. <laughs> I'm late. I'm late for the train. Right. Thank you, but thank you. <laughs> Snap. Okay. I'm going to read these cards. Um, Actually, I'm going to shuffle it one time. While I shuffle it one time, think about like a question or like something you want some clarity on and we can get to it. Okay. Mm. Hold that in. She said. I'm thinking. I just want to give y'all some some sounds while I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, I'm just going to do like that. Now, just tell me when to stop. 
Okay, great. Very even keeled. I'm with this. Some I'm people so like fascinated. to test it and they like to see if they could get like the last <laughs> card. I'm like, what? Don't do that. Right. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I love it. I also have tarot cards. I am not very experienced. I have to read the book. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I love this level of like professionalism. I'm excited. This is wild. Okay, so this all happened for me because I have tarot cards and I have like this oracle deck and I'm just fascinated with like the truth that other people have. Right? Like, their experience. I want to know what it is because I know mine and nobody ever believes me because my life is fucking wild. And I want to believe I believe that. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that your life is wild. You don't have, there's no convincing (laughs) me to there. (laughs) And one day I was, I was feeling myself and I was a little drunk and I was like, oh my God, let's see if we can read playing cards. Girl, you can. And there was like all these lists of how to do it. And I said, okay, let's do it. And then all of a sudden, it kind of like kicked in. And here I am doing it on a podcast. So. I love it. Yes. Wow. I'm so ready. Okay. Hmm. Normally, okay. like when I do these for readings for people, I tell them not to tell me too much. But we're going to tell the whole story here because okay. it's going to be fun. And we're going to get into it. Yeah. So the first card is the card of basically the energy that you came to this interaction with. It is how you showed up today. For you, I will say, there's, girl, there's a lot of uh, opportunity in this reading. There's a lot of searching for opportunity and opportunity to be found. I will just say that. Because it's usually, most of the cards are upside down, you see, because they were designed to go this way. Yes. And then they're upside down. So here's the thing. That to me means, because not like a tarot where it's like a reverse meaning, it more means, like, you can step into this. But since it's the first card, this is what you're, like, the question you have or the searching you're doing, right? Wow. That's that's very accurate so far. <laughs> so far. Um, and it would be the six of clear-ups. This is what you have. The six of clear-ups. I'm going to hold it like you, Turib. It's on when the clear-up close. Hey. You say when you play in space. <laughs> The six of clubs. Clubs is the creativity and action suit. So it's about creativity and what you're doing. And the six is harmony. So to me, this says that you're looking for a way to be harmonious in what you're doing and possibly creatively. Creatively. Okay. Yes. I wanna should I wait to tell y'all gotta wait to tell you till you read the last, all right? No, you can tell yeah. me. I'm, we can talk about it. Oh, okay. So what I asked was, and oh God, I hope he don't listen to this podcast. He busy. Um, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm currently like kind of doing a long distance uh, relationship. He's flown out a couple times. Um, okay. Doing the run, I should not. I should not say that. But we very you doing it safely. Our, our this- COVID test right. and everything. Um, and we sheltered in place and whatever. But I'm I'm curious as I'm like, is this my like, is this the relationship I'm supposed to, like, be in, like, for, like, good? Mm. And so the first thing is, like, the opportunity. It's like, am I going to step into this opportunity to, like, be with this person? Like, that's See? how I take that. And then the six is, like, we are very equally yoked creatively. Like, there's things that he's way, way better at than I am. He helps my ideas come to fruition. I help him with his ideas and, like, whatever he's working on and his confidence. So, like, we really work very well creatively I yes. really want to see what this last card is because I'm well, I'm sure we have a bunch more cards. But so if that's the energy you brought was like finding yeah. a way to like do things in a harmonious way. And harmony means yeah. like you are what you are and I am what I am. And we do it in a way that blends. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> the immediate challenge for that for you is this four of spa days. Mm. The four of spa days. Let me tell you what she is. This is about thinking and communication. And this is about, the four is stability. This also says, like, the patterns of communication or the structure or the foundation of communication would be the challenge. So basically, whatever, whomsoever you are communicating with, when it comes to finding this balance in creativity, they might not be doing it the same way. They might not have the same foundation for doing this. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, we're both really excellent communicators. Hmm. So we've never really had like an issue there. So that's interesting. I want there's some other aspects of communication that maybe <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's thoughts and communication. So like are are they saying exactly 
what they're thinking kind of a situation. Oh, okay. But not every because, you know, here's the thing. Like, I look at it. We could talk about all kinds of stuff. But I look at the different ways people communicate across this country. And on the East Coast, because I grew up in Jersey, we kind of tell y'all ass what it is as soon as it is what it is. Right. Exactly. (laughs) In the middle of the country, they're very nice. And then they talk shit when you're not around. Here on the West Coast... We don't give a fuck, but we also don't give a fuck to tell anybody else that we don't give a fuck. It's kind of right. like, okay, we can do lunch. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst here because everybody be like, yeah, no, I've missed you. Like in COVID, <laughs> especially, if I ain't talked to your ass during this period, I will never talk to you again. There's so many people who's like, yes, girl, let's go to this premiere. Yes, girl, there's a dinner. And it's like, it's so superficial. Yes, like, it is. But- and I don't mind it sometimes. Sometimes we all got to get deep all the time. But- <laughs> right, right, right. But I also, I've, I've come to learn that it's a survival technique out here because out here you have the valet one week, the next week they're producing the next major motion picture. So you got to mind your P's and Q's and you never know who's going to do what. Exactly. (laughs) With everybody. You can't be trying to shade nobody. You can't be rude. That's all I always say too. Cause like, I feel like sometimes when people start getting like, you know, maybe like a list successful or B list Mm. child, even some podcasters be out here trying to flex on people. And I was like, honey, nobody even knows what you look like. You talk to people's ears. Your whole job is ears. Right. My guy, like, come on now, chill. Like, Nikki, you do a lot of different things. You know, you out here. But I meet people who their whole job is the ear. And I'm like, bro, how did you think I was supposed to know who you were? They're like, you don't know who I am? No. <laughs> talk. Talk some more. I don't know, sis. Like, right. What? But people out here, yeah, they definitely, they get to a certain point where they'll start being rude to the what they suppose is the little person. Right. And you never know in Hollywood. You really don't. I was waiting tables before I started working. Hello? So, Hello? Where, <laughs> where'd you work? This is not even important, but I want to know, oh. where, where, would we, where did we wait the tables? Oh, gosh. Okay, so I started out, when I was 21, I'm 21 nine. I'm 21 nine now. I'm 29 <laughs> now. But, um... <laughs> That's how I'm gonna say I'm 29. I'm 21 nine. So, but when I started out, I was in New York City, and I was just like at the grungiest bar called Karma Lounge. They start. I made hookahs, yes, and people could smoke inside. And I started doing stand up there on Tuesdays. Look at you, and then, right? And then I got burnt with a cigarette one time. Oh, and. It was like Coyote Ugly, though. Like, the guy was flailing his hand, and he burnt me with a cigarette. I still have the scar on my wrist. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He was British. Right. And I was like, give me all the money in your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's not the response. And I don't know what phase I was in in life. Listen. <laughs> Listen, they were using up your lifetime minutes, so you took them back. You took back. I did. <laughs> and he had, like, a crisp hundo in there, at least. So I, I snatched it all out. I was like, give me all the money or he gonna kick you out. Right. <laughs> See, I'm glad we're talking about the past. The next two cards are about the past, but I do Ooh. have a story to tell real quick <laughs> from my own personal life yes. about taking people's money. So <laughs> as, <laughs> as a drag queen... I kind of will stop an entire performance and hold my hand out until somebody gives me a dollar. I'm like, we are not continuing the show until somebody pays me. (laughs) I understand, and I fully advocate. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, when I would do, like, private parties and nobody was tipping, I'd be like, "Mm mm-mm. And I would go find the richest white old dude in the room, make him stand up, show him off to everybody, slap my hand in his back pocket and just pull out the money, put the money back, put his wallet back in the pocket, my money in my tits, and sit him on down. <laughs> that was the way <laughs> I would just take the money, girl. What a beautiful performance of a robbery. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. Will you, sir, please stand. Yes, everyone, look, look. <laughs> now I will separate this man from his money. <laughs> Girl. And they applauded. And I was like, this is really my job. I'm 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 a thief. <laughs> and I'm okay with it. Oh man. Okay. I did do it once and a man had a fake hundred in there. No. Uh-huh. It was a, a fake hundred that only had the one side printed on and the rest were dollar bills. So he would like take out his wallet to flex. <laughs> he's a scammer. I fuck with him. He was like, every time he opened his wallet, he's like, what do you need? Uh-huh. He's like, Why you pay me in ones? You got hundreds, right? right? And the thing is, when I showed, because I showed the audience the fake 100, he left. He never came back. No. 
almost felt bad because he had ordered bottle service. I felt bad. But, you know. He was going to try to pay with that fake hundo, probably. <laughs> that Monopoly-ass money. And would have got fought in my club. That part. See, I'm really glad that COVID happened because I haven't had a fight in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I've been very good sitting at home. Thank I've you. I've never actually had a fight. I'll tell you the one time real quick that I was supposed to have a fight. Um, so I am like the type of person, I don't really like conflict. Like I will get into it if we have to get into it, but it's just not my bag. <laughs> but I I accidentally stole this girl boyfriend in college. Ooh. And <laughs> and look, it was bad on me. I was the bad guy. And so I felt bad about the whole situation. So she was going up on Twitter about me, talking to everybody about me. And then she started spreading this rumor that I had an STD. And I was like, and I just let it all rock. Cause I was like, I deserve this. I should be flogged for all of this, like no, whatever. And then she told my friend that this was going to be an interesting year. And this was our senior year. I said, bitch, year? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to give you a solid two weeks to get this out of your system. Because you're not going to win. I'm sorry. All your friends are my friends. They're not going nowhere. I feel bad for you. This is an awful situation. <laughs> and so, but then I was like, no, bitch. So I was like, I got to show up to her house. And it's college. So everybody live on the block. So right. I just hit somebody up and was like, where, where's so-and-so live? And they told me. So I go to her house. And why is one of my friends? My friends are so disrespectful. She was like, you about to fight, right? You got to put on your sneakers. Mm-hmm. You got to put on your shorts. And I was like, okay. They're like, you got to put Vaseline yep. on your face. <laughs> so the punch is <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Mind you, I'm an actor. I've been in the theater my whole life. I was like, okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Suiting up. Knowing damn well, I ain't about to fight. Nobody's nobody. But I was like, I'm going to convince her, though. Right. So she come home. We sitting there on this porch. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait. like, you need to stop with all this rumor shit. I was like, you see this? 246 Atwood. I know where you live. Oh. <laughs> yes. I will come back here and I'll fuck you up. <laughs> I wasn't about to fight nobody. I right. <laughs> see, I talk a big game. I ha- and I have been in actual fights. I have talked my way out of many fights. Because I'm like, you really want to do this? Look at all these people looking. <laughs> come on, Drake. Do you really want to do this? Yes. <laughs> come on, girl. <laughs> I've you learned, that, but I've I've also had to stop. This is why I'm glad that Corona happened. Excuse me for saying that, but I would occasionally grip somebody up by the back of their head for acting up in an audience. I wasn't one of those people on a mic that could like banter back and forth. I mean, I yeah. could, but I just got tired, so I would grip. Them by oh, the back you of are their head. East Coast drag, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I would walk them in front of everyone and be like, "This is what you're fucking with." You gonna apologize, right? Okay. <laughs> and then I'd be like, security, thank you. Damn, they gotta get it humiliated and then gotta get escorted out. Yeah, because I wasn't playing. But then I went and apologized because I was like, you didn't deserve all of that. I was in my feelings. <laughs> so then I bought them a round of drinks. It was fine. Wait, just, what's your side? I'm a cancer. I'm a cancer too. Oh, well, happy birthday because she's on this month. Happy birthday. Mine was July 4th. Oh, girl. I'm the 8th. We, we doing it. We did yes. it. <laughs> yes. Happy birthday. Come on now. Oh I knew I loved you. See, we're doing great. <laughs> so you're good. <laughs> you're good staying home, too. Yes. Yes. At the first few months, I was like, what of it? <laughs> right. What's wrong? What's going on? What's wrong, guys? Why y'all mad? Everybody itching to get outside, rollerblade. But then by the end, bitch, I got some rollerblades. I blame Did Nicole Byer. I, I almost bought a set because of Nicole Byer, too. Damn it. <laughs> and I bought them, and I also blame her for my injuries. I texted her, and I said, I'm about to put these blades on. Now, if I die, right. this is on you. Right. <laughs> and I put it on Instagram story, too. I was like, go to Nicole. And blame her. Because I did run into a truck and I slid under a car and turned the car alarm on. Uh, I fell many times. It was Stop. tragic. Stop. You know how many hills there are in LA? Secret hills. Secret hills. You get on it. Yes. And you just start rolling. You're like, I have no control. I have no control. Right. <laughs> right. The thing about people don't realize about LA is it's just as hilly as San Francisco. You just don't see it. Right. You just can't. When you walk in, you don't see it. You don't see it. But it it is kind of crazy. Okay. Girl, I got hot laughing because you hit a truck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't cute either it was not cute I went down Ooh, I want to get me a pair of speed skates a scan, I, a scan again because I used to shuffle skate with a sickness girl Ooh, back okay, in the see. day when it was oh what was that song at night I think of I think you. of you yeah. I want to be yeah. oh that was cute okay that was a jam and it was shuffle skate and okay hold on we gotta get to these cards I'm so <laughs> like, sorry <laughs> Um, 
in the past, you have this will be three to four years ago, around okay. that time. Um, this was definitely a moment in your life, like a realization kind of a moment. Mm-hmm. And it would it's the three of hearts. This is lovely. This is lovely. This is well, the hearts is your emotional awareness, your emotional body, your relationships. And the three is connection. So it would have been like the realization that you were not connected and then you got connected or you realized how actually truly connected you were. Like you realized that own power right there. Yeah. I think that's about my career. It was like three, four years ago where I used to work. I I finally got out of the like kind of ratchet bar scene. Mm. I was like, I don't have a college degree and I speak more than one language. Why am I here? (laughs) I just wanted to be New York ratchet. And not that, not not that anybody can't work anywhere. I'm not saying that, but, um, I started working in the Hamptons because I knew I wanted to move to LA. Hey, so I was making, we were making, it was, the money was like water and everybody was just doing cocaine everywhere. Some of the servers were selling it. It was crazy. I ain't never sold no, I ain't never moved no weight. I have not sold that. Um, <laughs> Specifically, have not sold that. (laughs) (laughs) But it was crazy. Like, I used to wait on Paul McCartney. And I remember, and and he would, like, call to make sure that I was his waiter. And um, one day when the end of the season was up, he was like, you know, Lacey, you're really going to rise up among the ranks. And I was like, Paul, I don't want to be no damn server. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I was like, I'm trying to be an actress, Paul. Like, I haven't talked about this. He was like, you're going to be getting me eggplant for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, eggplant. But I moved to L.A. and I started doing improv and everything just started clicking. And I felt like I finally figured out how to do what I wanted to do with my life. And then um, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So. Yeah. That, that's that's <laughs> when you follow your passion. Girl, it's right. Right. But sometimes that road is a little windy. And it's I was very like, windy and she has a lot of turns and she has a lot of uh, b- bump bumps in it. Yeah. Want to trip your ass up, but keep on going. <laughs> Cause, <laughs> cause you, look, if you don't get where you thought you were going, you still get somewhere and can figure it out from there. That's how I feel about it. Right. And I think that's also <laughs> the ride part. Like I was really goal driven. And then I realized like, oh, every day is the day you know yes. versus like oh the day is when i get to the thing because i remember i booked my first series regular job and i was working in tv that was the first time i had worked consistently in tv and i was like this is it and then i got there and i was like this ain't it right <laughs> <laughs> right oh isn't that isn't that a trip i feel like that's the hollywood life though right it's all about that illusion and then when you are in it it goes oh wait a minute <laughs> Wait, I got like, a lot. I'm just still me. I still have still. the same shit going on. Yeah. I didn't magically become a magazine article, just a walking magazine article. No, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and none of those problems go away either. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay. The recent past. We have to acknowledge Miss Rona and then everyone's final sudden awareness of the fight for equity and equality and justice in mm-hmm. the world. Like, this is a real yeah. thing and it's not just here and it's not just localized. Um, but this might not have to do with that. This is going to be probably personal for you. This would have been six months, six weeks, even six days ago. This is the nine of clubs. She is growth when it comes to creativity and action. And it would be, there was an opportunity that presented itself and you chose to take it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) she said yes yes (laughs) great we love it (laughs) as long as it's all (laughs) no no no, that's fine listen no i agree with that i see that in my life personally i see it on both sides because when the whole um when black lives matter first of all it never stops Mm -mm. you know out here patrice colors everyone who works in black lives matter they constantly are going every wednesday they go to the lapd headquarters and protest i did not and like that's dedication right and so and i've gone sometimes but obviously i'm not out there every week like they are like they really have been pounding the pavement but this 
became an opportunity where I felt like I could make real tangible change in the spaces that I've been a part of, like UCB. We've organized. We've been speaking with the press. We've been speaking with the founders of the university. We're still organizing right now to fix systemic racism and oppression and and inequality, wealth inequality at UCB. Um, And then also doing that at my studio and doing that with my podcast. And so I feel like I definitely like I was speaking at protests, which I was like, I used to speak and I, you know, I was class president. I was, you know, like I student council president, whatever. Like I spoke at my graduations, but then I kind of gave that up when I went to college because I was like, a bitch don't want to be responsible for y'all. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> shout out to Barack, but I don't want to hear people's complaints all the time. Like I got a life too. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I was like, I want to go do me. You have more than one dimension. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. And then I do feel like this felt like I couldn't not speak up or get out. And protesting was the first time I left my house. For real, for real. Same. Well, I I had, I was a little scared. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't mind standing up for everyone because I'm really here right. about that life. Like I am about that life. Everybody needs their voice heard. For me, that's how I feel. And I was kind of fuck. Excuse my language. I was fucking frightened because there we had tanks and military armed guard mm-hmm. on my street, and there was like fights everywhere. It it was terrifying. Yeah. But I was like, "Come on, we going. We gonna stand outside. Come on." Yeah, <laughs> come same. on. Same. I was like of the mind of like I knew BLM's protests were heavily uh, media. There was so much media there. It's so televised. So I kind of was like, as long as we go during the day, mm. and you know, we go with the girls. Like, we're going to be okay. So I had marched, like, one day. I've been to so many protests now. But one day we marched for 12 miles, which, first of all, shout out to the ancestors. Um, shout out to our grandparents. Hey. Because now when I think about March on Washington, I would have been the one, like, March where? <laughs> right. where oh, how long is that? Right. I mean, I guess we want freedom. I mean, <laughs> we, look, when we got two water fountains, the line be shorter, honestly. <laughs> you know? Oh my God. <laughs> Honestly, you know, and my uncle make water fountains, so this could really hurt his bitch. I don't know, y'all. Because <laughs> 12 miles, I was like, whoo! Right. Has the change come yet? Right. Whoo, change gonna come. Right. <laughs> it ain't come yet? Come on. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> let me ask somebody up front if the change came up right. there. <laughs> but here's the, here's the great thing, because I'm, I'm looking at these cards over here, because that, that hard work is paying off. Because the card that's next is, it's called the best outcome card. Basically, that brings you to your present, and it all pays off for you because it's the nine of spades. Ooh, what that mean? I tell you, (laughs) this this is growth when it comes to your thoughts and communication. So, like, if you went with that growth and how you're doing things and what you're doing, even if it, Mm because I believe that everything we do is an act of creativity. Did I already say this? Right. No, you haven't said that. Okay, well, let me explain it because I try to remember to explain. Because the clubs, to me, is creativity and action. So everything we do physically is an act of creation. If we are in a loving place, everything we do comes from that place and puts more of that out there. And if we are hurt, if we're sad, if we're angry, everything we do comes from that place and puts more of that out there. So that's why I believe everything we do is an act of creation. So if you're growing... And what you're doing and how you're doing it, of course, the best outcome that like the reward to reap would be the growth in how you think about what you're doing and how you communicate that. Yes. And you even said, yes, I got I got involved and then I had to start speaking on it. Yeah. I mean, that's the best thing because when you learn, you teach and and when you teach, you actually learn even more. So exactly and that was the thing is like i've talked about kind of the protest uh funny moment that i have one of those being like obviously we live in la and we're not we there's a lot of us here or i'm talking about black folks and also just any minorities but there's a lot of white folks here too Mm. and so i really knew that the white folks were at the protest when we couldn't get on beat anymore (laughs) and i was like wow we are on the one and the three we are out here way to go thank you chad thank you brad (laughs) um so (laughs) yes very that yes yes and then there's also like People, you know, when there is a platform to speak, sometimes it, it kind of turns into, I don't know if you were raised in the church, but I was raised in the church. 
and it was testimony time. Hey. And um, testimony time very much got off track a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it became about things that did not need to be about right. a lot. Right. Personal vendettas. I'm like, are you speaking directly to someone in the congregation? What is happening? Right. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, did you, please tell me that you've seen Black Lady Sketch Show. Yes. <laughs> when, when <laughs> like, there's a criminal. When they get up. Right. There's a criminal coming up. Somebody's talking about something on sale. Somebody <laughs> got a, an MLM. They're like, if I can just get three souls to right. sign up for Mary Kay today. Yes. Okay, in his name. Sign up in his name. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so it kind of became that at the protest sometimes where it was like people getting up and I appreciated it, but I'm like, if we have the ear of so many well-meaning white folks and, and, and everyone else, and it's like, we have to get up here and be like, look, we're trying to get these no-knock warrants passed for Breonna Taylor. This is what you, this is where you call, this is where you go. We're try- we still haven't got her killers arrested. We're, we're trying to, you know, I had to like, this is the initiative. This is the LA budget currently. This is how much money that they're spending. This is, it's 54% we need to change that mm. this is where you call this is where you go so I only got up because I was like well I need to disseminate this information because I know everybody got their stories but right. I'm like also you know we, y'all know the story right, right we have we gotta stay focused y'all <laughs> right. <laughs> right which is funny a little bit funny and also white folks leading chants is very funny in protest hmm. after a while they do have to lead some chants because it's just raw. If it's 50,000 people out here, right. you know, somebody is probably going to have to lead a chant. And my favorite white man, uh, it was a white man next to me who started leading the chant. And he was like, what's her name? And we're all like, Breonna Taylor. And I was like, it's say her name. What's her name? Sounds like you don't know what her name is. <laughs> what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the name? <laughs> who are we? Who are we here for? <laughs> no, for real. Who? What y'all talking about? <laughs> Very that. <laughs> Oh, but yeah. So that's how I got into that. But yeah. Well, you do. Also, I feel like white people, my white people, my white people. (laughs) It's time to step up and also let the black folks have a nap once in a while. Let let's step up for our friends and family because they're really doing too much. They are they are trying just to be seen and heard. And validated. They're doing, they're doing better. At least in my circle, I was very proud of the white because there's a lot of white people in my life, and I was very, you know, <laughs> I don't know how yes, I feel I, about that. <laughs> I said, I said it like it wasn't by choice. Did you hear that? Yes. Um, <laughs> listen, white people, I love y'all. I work in Hollywood, and sometimes I'll be on set, and I'm just, it's only me. Right. And I'm like, huh. I made a Trey Songz jo- joke once when we were on set, and I was like, yup, and it made sense. And I looked around, and I was like, oh, no one here oh, probably dang. has ever <laughs> heard of Trey Songz. Okay, I'm going to go to my trailer. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank right. you so much. <laughs> okay, wait. Girl, I think we need to take a quick break because we have been yapping, and I think I might have lost track of time. So I'm gonna, we're oh. going to take a quick break <laughs> right now and come back to these cards and tell you how to move forward upon your life. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this! Th- I'm so glad that this conversation is happening today. I'm yes. very, very here for it. And yes, white people, we do love you. We do love you. <laughs> you had you asked about um, if I was raised in the church. See, I was raised Catholic. Oh wow! But here's the thing: is my mom was Catholic, my father was Muslim. It was a very what a what a mm, love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And my <laughs> mm-hmm. And my father. Fresh off the boat from Morocco and my mother's South Philly. So it was quite, just quite the the cultural quite the, conglomeration. Yes. <laughs> Were you doing like Ramadan and Lent? That's a lot of fasting. It was it was it was a lot. It was a lot of you giving up eat stuff. For half the year. Right? <laughs> and that's why I eat everything now. That's how I got to stay out of shape. Okay. <laughs> we gonna move on with these cards because I'm excited to see where this goes for you. I am too. Over here. We have, I call it the law of attraction card. This is the work you've done, the dreams that you've sent out. It's all coming now. And this is fucking wild. It is the queen of hearts. <gasps> Tell me that's good. I I, girl, it's all good to me. That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this is bad. <laughs> terrible. Actually, I forgot to say it. You, I mean, I say it every day by myself. But usually when I do it, the reading with someone, I, I say a quick little one-sentence prayer, and it's just, I request the most benevolent outcome. But that just gets our mind out of the all the terrible stuff that could happen and into the wonderfulness. Yes. So that's where I'm always at anyway, because, look. Spoken like a true cancer. 
Right. I'll go. I'll think about it fondly and then move on. <laughs> Wait, are you are you the kind of cancer? Could you cut people out? It's real fast, real fast out your life. Ain't nothing to cut that bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Just yes. checking. But this here, Queen of Hearts, for you, this is going to this is going to just be a moment where you go, ah, yes. Queen of Hearts. Emotional, empathetic, and dependent. Now, dependent does not mean codependent. It just okay. means that it's the awareness that there's like a flow of the energy, that it is reciprocal. Yes. Does that make sense? It can it can be with yourself, it can be in a relationship with another, but this is definitely that awareness and that like mastery of that moment i love that i'm i definitely feel like i'm stepping into that as far as like the relationships that i have whether they be romantic or familial or friendships Mm. of just like the upkeep that it requires and also the introspection of myself that it requires because i used to look at myself and just be like i don't know i've never had confidence issues i just thought i was great like i was like (laughs) oh <laughs> I, I was like, I'm like, you know, what I should be. I'm awesome. Listen, and I'm, then I had to really look at my choices, and I was like, "Bitch, you been fucking up." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Let me let me work on these." Things. Same girl, same, <laughs> same girl, same. Wait, you said you're 29, correct? Yeah, you're 21 nine, right? And <laughs> this is great because that means you're in your Saturn return, which is basically Saturn will be in the same place it was when you were born. So it, like, realigns you with all this energy. Like, if you suddenly went, like, nah, I'm going to redo, and I'm going to do this career now. Or this is what I loved when I was a kid. I'm going to go back to that. You're going to have a lot of that in your life. So it's going to be cutting them holes out. It's going to be re-falling in love with yourself. It's going to be all those insecurities that you developed in your early 20s. Bye. Yes. Bye is going. It's all that's gone. You're going to be like, wait a minute. I am woman. Hear me roar. <laughs> yes. I, I, I feel that. I already feel that. Like coming into it, like my birthday, I was like, I went to Palm Springs with just three friends. We all got COVID tests and it was just so restorative because last year I had this huge birthday party and it was a nightmare. Um, I'm never going to throw my own party ever again. Nope. Um, I rented this house in the hills and I got a food truck and the food truck was a black owned company. And of course, the white neighbors are like, what is that? It smells like grease. And the food truck wasn't even on. Stop. It was a nightmare nightmare the guy who was who owned the house i swear he lit a bunch of cigarettes like they were incense before we got there the whole house which was beautiful smelled like cigarettes he didn't tell us he was gonna be there why was he like this creepy nasty little man who was taking photos of my guests who obviously like we work in entertainment a lot of them right. on television i was like i was like what are you doing here my cousin kind of took over running the party because i was having a meltdown and when everybody <laughs> would come into the party he'd be like hi welcome to fourth of julacy um make sure you take a picture with lacy that's her love language and and then he'd be like, and also the creepy man, she does not know him. They have no relationship. I'm like, you don't think I'm fucking this old man for this house? <laughs> also that creepy old man. <laughs> but also, can we go back to 4th of you, Lacey? Thank you. <laughs> I'm very proud yes. of you for that one. Thank you. Okay. I have a whole hashtag. <laughs> you better, though. <laughs> I'm actually the opposite on my birthday, but I think it's because... My job is so out there and loud all the time mm-hmm. that when it comes to, like, my actual birthday, I'm like, can everybody just leave me alone now? <laughs> I, I, like, retreat, and I'm like, yes, okay, great. But it's also because <laughs> I make fun of everyone on their birthdays in public. <laughs> like, that's my job. <laughs> right. And I'm, so you like, they're going to come for me? Right. Everybody's going to assemble, like, the Avengers? Right. Like, and they're all going to come out the woodwork, girl. <laughs> Well, it's Vicky's birthday. They came together like Thanos. They're like, we collected the stuff. Right. <laughs> ah, shit. Okay. The next two cards over here for your reading, Miss Thing, are about when you come up against, I'm, I say it, conflict, but mm-hmm. I try to soften that with like contrast or dynamic tension. See. Oh, I like that. Right? Dynamic tension. I'm taking that. <laughs> so I know we've had some dynamic tension. Right. I did key your car. Right. Um, I did. But... I did bust that window in. But <laughs> <laughs> so for you, I would say when you come up against this, and we can talk about what it is in a second because it's gonna tell us. But for you, your like way to navigate that, or like the best way through it or out of it, is this here card. This is the Jack of Diamonds, right? Rich. This is <laughs> the Jack of Diamonds. Rich. 
excuse me, diamonds is practicalities and material world. So this often has to do with like home life, work life, the coins. Yes. <laughs> the jack is reliable, hardworking, quiet, hidden depths. This might mean now hidden depths. I explain like this. Still waters run deep. And when we have like a lot going on, don't let them see you sweat. Like that's it. Keep your composure. Be a duck on water. Just watch that. Let them watch you floating on by and have their feet just paddling underwater and handle your shit. Yeah. Because they're not going to see it regardless. Coming at you. But this it's also going to be like you have to look for that. Just find your way through it by doing that. This over here is what what people are bringing to you. <clears throat> Ooh. I'm slightly concerned because it's it's this is not in your control. This is outside factors. Whoo! Right. Okay. <laughs> what's being brought? This is oh, what's Lord. being bright, brightened, brightened, <laughs> and it is the two of dial mounts, the diamonds, practicalities, material world, home life, work life. It's your day to day stuff. Okay. The two is balance. And this means <clears throat> people or situations might be bringing you opportunity that they are assuming and in their perspective would be it is bringing balance to your life. And it yes. is to help you out. And your thing is to see that and go, it's actually not for me and it's working against me. So I'm just going to do my work and go right around this. Okay. And do you think that's like the right decision to like, because I mean, balance is definitely something that I've always struggled with. I work too much and I work, I overwork myself. Yes. Like it's this thing where my mom like once a year has to like come to LA and just like we get a hotel and she like gets my life together or I go home and just like have a Britney. I remember I judged Britney Spears so hard for that 2007 meltdown because I was so young when right, it happened. Right, right. And then I got to her age and I said, I'm so close to shaving my head. I did. And going at somebody's car with an umbrella. I didn't hit nobody's. I said, Brittany, I'm sorry. Here's the thing. I have put a heel through somebody's, the hood of somebody's car once. Okay. And I have shaved my head. They were not at the same time. Okay. <laughs> but I have right had my now. moments. <laughs> Just nobody was there with a the camera. <laughs> So, and see, thank God that nobody was. I feel for people living under that spotlight right now because I've done some things. Like, I remember I had a the last time I cussed some people out hmm. in public. I was a part of this group, and oh, they was just the awful, most awful women I've ever met in my life. One time I got, I think I got uh, my drink spiked someplace. And why did we, we were leaving though. Nothing crazy happened. We were leaving. It kind of hit me in the car, and I just didn't know where I was. I ended up going to the hospital the next day. And um, why was I with one of these girls? And she left me in her car overnight. Yes, it was crazy. And I thought this was my friend. Ah, um. <laughs> I thought this was my friend. And and eventually, when we all had the falling out, I cussed these heifers out right. so bad in front of a theater. So bad, mm. Vicky, that the valet line gave me a round of applause when I finished. <laughs> Here's the thing. I want to clap now because, look, <laughs> sometimes you got you to gotta let people know. Let them know. And in LA, I feel like you get to do a lot of grimy stuff. And because of how our industry is, people won't let you know because right. they're afraid to burn a bridge or whatever. But right. like, I have talent. So, and I'm a person with integrity. So I don't worry about my life falling apart from something like that. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right. I was like, no, bitch, I'm gonna get all you hosts together. Right. One, two, three. Let's go. Let's go. Very, listen, <laughs> this is the cancer. We just set it ablaze <laughs> because if it's taking you that long to get to, like, the buildup to get to that point, they didn't see right. all the signs, and you've been trying to tell them and been trying to hint at this. Well, look. Well, I talked to them about it. This and is they what I'm saying. Hear me. This is what mm -hmm. I'm saying. So then, I I tend to look like that gif of Angela Bassett throwing the match on the car behind her. <laughs> <laughs> Just set it on and walk on by. Just I did it. Whatever. <laughs> right. We tried. It didn't work. Gasoline, kerosene. Right. Set it ablaze. I have been known to set the whole house on fire with me in it. I will do it just to prove a point because you weren't listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to be that person anymore. I really am. 
Same. I can't say that I'm succeeding every day, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but I am trying. <laughs> okay, but back to you. So this these cards, <clears throat> the the balance that's being brought to you, they will think it's balance, and it is balance for them. I don't know that it's necessarily an opportunity for you to have balance. They oh. need you for their balance. Oh. Does that make okay. sense? <laughs> yes, it does. It does. Because, like, I don't know. That was always something that was instilled in me from a young age. Like, my mom was always like, if you do some dumb shit or if you do some bad stuff, like, it had better been your idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I wish everybody could just, I didn't, I, I'm not telling anybody to do this, but there needs to be a book of black mother wisdom oh yes because i have it has literally saved my life time and time again i am alive because of the black woman like period growing up it was it was always the advice of the black mother that said get your ass together go ahead right (laughs) like knock it off quit complaining it's gonna happen anyway you gotta do you so go ahead Right. And my mom was always giving me that hoodoo advice where I was like, you know, she feel connected to the... Like, sometimes my mom would call me. I'd be at the mall with my friends and I never got to leave my damn house. And um, she'd call me and be like, you know, I just had a feeling. You got to come home. And I'm like, what? We're at the food court. What you talking about feeling? Oh, my God. (laughs) Not at the food court. Listen, at least she didn't put no roots on nobody because I had some some friends' mothers that would actually put some roots on people, bitch. (laughs) Oh, you come, you come home. What you making? Don't worry about it. (laughs) It was was very that, and I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go home now." (laughs) All right, God bless y'all. See (laughs) y'all. Yes. Okay. This next card is actually my favorite card in the the reading here. It is the card of the hope and the fear. Hope and the fear is of the same thing, but opposite sides of the experience. And I use money to explain this. We all hope that we have enough money. We hope that we can pay all our bills. We hope that we can even save some money. And then, on the other side of that, we fear that we don't have any money. We fear that we can't pay our bills. And then we fear that we can't save any money. So it's about the same thing, just the other degree of the experience. For you, this card is... She's cute, though. She's the ace of clear ups. You see her? Yeah, she's the ace of clubs. This is wild, though, because I will, I feel like it kind of skews to the fear part that's holding you back. Because the ace of clubs is a fresh start, a new beginning in what we're doing creatively. Wow. So it's like your desire to do this, to step out on your own, to go that far, to take that leap is also the same thing that's holding you back. Wow, this is actually reading. Wow, I'm like I'm like wow. <laughs> like I need to say other words. Right. In the podcast. <laughs> no, I mean if it if it hits, it hits. Like that's there's some. Yeah, I'm in a whole transition. Like I mean, COVID obviously changed the landscape for acting and everything, yes. and like the show that I was previously on unfortunately has been canceled but in a way that I still get paid so I was like look at God Um, (laughs) we do love a residual yes (laughs) listen but it's a whole season and I don't gotta go shoot it oh I'm not mad I'm not mad at that at all (laughs) I was like okay I'm very sad about it but also yes okay but so yeah I I do feel like I'm at this period right now where I'm like what's gonna happen I want to move out of my apartment I don't really like it I want to change my whole life and like creatively do some stuff that I've been wanting to do and I feel like I'm being forced to do it I feel Mm. like the universe is forcing me to make the decision that's been very nerve-wracking so this is it's okay I just I would like to reiterate the fact that you're afraid because you care yeah. And you're not. I agree with and, that. And that's something that like, or you worry about something not out of fear. You end up being afraid of like, of it because you care so deeply. I just don't want to be like I used to be where I used to be this person who I, I grew up in a upper middle class home. The reason my dad didn't really want me to be an actress was he was like, baby, we didn't raise you to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <Work. laughs> 
they made me go to college when I wanted to go to LA and I went on a full scholarship because I was like, well, I don't want to, you know, create a bunch of debt when I know I'm going to be working in restaurants and making, doing the hustle like everybody does. Um, and I've always been the type of person who works really hard. And then like the success that I get from an institution is like, oh, okay, this is great. But like, I can be my own institution. And I've always had the universe kick me on my ass before I make the choice. And I need to now be more proactive. That was the promise I made to myself. Cause like, okay, my old roommate wasn't paying rent for three months. Moved her, moved her brother in when I was paying for two rooms to keep it open as like our little self tape, whatever. While I was in Vegas, I come back, her brother fully moved in. Um, I had just signed a new lease with her. Why did I do that? I should have moved that on my own. And I ended up having to break it and move under duress into an apartment that I don't really love. The situation with my work stuff, I was working at a restaurant. I ended up getting fired because this rich woman came in and we were understaffed. And bitch, I was in the um, kitchen cooking creme brulees for an angry birthday family. Why well, am I supposed to cook no creme brulees? I'm not supposed to be doing that. No, I am. And so, so I come out. She angry because she's been sitting there waiting and she's rich and powerful. So she emailed the owner, got me fired. And since I had no indiscretions, or at least they didn't write nothing down because the hoe was late all the time. I'm talking <laughs> seven minutes late. But I got personality. People just happy I came. Right. And <laughs> that's what I'm trying, I'm trying to manifest people just being happy that I came. Listen, <laughs> like, yes, it's already here. I am. You're doing great. <laughs> right. But they fired me and they shouldn't have. And I got to collect unemployment for six months. And that jumpstarted my acting career. And I've never had to work in any other field. Listen. So it's like the universe is constantly kicking me like pushing me and I'm trying to get to the point where I'm like, no, I'm going to step into it. You don't have to kick me, guys. Right, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> we can also look at it like, yes, the universe, if it was your older sibling, it's like, now it's time and knocks you out the nest. When right. it, it was probably telling you before that, to go. But as a cancer, we tend to be a little bit stubborn. <laughs> yes. We tend, we do, okay. we just, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Damn it. Now, I, it's kind of wild of all everything you just said, because I turned over the last card, which is the final destination card. This is, I'll tell it like this. You can sit on the beach and you can let the wave crash into you. Or you can go out into that water and ride the wave to shore. You have another option of walking away from the beach, that wave will crash regardless. For you, this wave is the eight of clubs. The eight of Ooh. clubs. So, hey. <laughs> hey. Okay, what does that mean? I'm just right. like, hey. Yes, I, see, I'll get into it because the eight is movement. And the clubs, is again, is creativity and action. So if you have felt stuck in, like, your creative juices, your creative flow, if you felt stuck in, like, don't know what action to take next. This eight says, no matter what you do, it, it, the ride might be a little bumpy if you don't pay attention, but the dam's going to burst, and you're just going to have that flow. Oh, my God. Right? Vicky, you are amazing. This is amazing. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> this is, like, the best podcast I've ever guested on. Like, I feel <laughs> crazy right now. I'm going to have to burn some sage. Right? <laughs> Did oh that? God, I'm gonna tell you some salons right, right. after this. Hey, like, you know, <laughs> that, that, listen, that what's it called? The one, something about the in the sky, in the air. Oh, cranes in the yes, sky. Yes, that one. That's oh, my yeah. jam. That, <laughs> that whole album been on repeat. That's the the Black Oppression album. <laughs> a seat at the table. Right. We were playing it at all the protests. Oh, she's good. Okay, <laughs> so good. Before we go, go because I usually have people. I, well, I would usually would ask, did that answer your questions? And I feel like yes. it was very on point. <laughs> oh, yes. I kept interjecting and being like, yes, yes. And even if it wasn't, oh. I had a great conversation. So what we're going to do before we say goodbye and tell everybody all the places that they can find us and give us their money, we will. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell me um, if, you, if you're if you going to pick three cards for me and you can go down, like tell me down a couple numbers or, like, up a couple of numbers, but we're going to pick three cards, and it's going to be my past, present, okay. and future. Okay, let's go up four. Okay, one, two, three, four. That's my past. Okay, let's go down seven. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And then let's go... Those are the two options, right? I mean, you can tell me to cut it, like... Let's cut it. Okay, great. It's going to do that. Boop. Okay, great. And then 
Let's do four more. Let's go up. What, which one's in which hand? <laughs> um, the one, the hand with the ring on it. Go up four? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm at the casino. <laughs> right. Well, girl, we better get rich. Okay. This is going to be wild. So, in my past, the card that you chose, this is quite interesting, is the King of Diamonds. You chose this. Okay. And it's also upside down. So, again, this is like an opportunity or um, a calling. I was asked to step into this. The King of Diamonds is self-made business owner, enjoying fruits of labor, encouraging, and jolly. And that was my past? No, this is my past. Oh, okay. <laughs> But if it applies to you, that's great too. <laughs> oh yes, okay, great, 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 great. Yes. But this, this is def- this is legitimate for me. I can say that I definitely did step into this. I stepped out on my own, and I was like, because you know, I was, <laughs> I don't know that you know, but I was part of this girl group, and I was like, I gotta go. I got, I gotta, I can't do it. I've left the girl group. That's the ones I cussed out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I said I gotta Destiny's go. Destiny's nightmare. <laughs> Not Destiny's <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> And I've I've, so I feel you. I've been much happier, and even in Miss Miss Quarantimes, I'm starting my own stuff and like yes. doing it from a place that like everything is a really collaborative effort, and it feels better, and like it actually feels great to do. Now the present card that you chose is the Jack of Clubs, and it's also upside down. So this is again another thing for me to step into in my present, the Jack of Clubs. Uh, unreliable hot-headed risk-taker athletic um i can't say that i'm necessarily athletic (laughs) i mean listen you do drag and don't act like that's not a workout okay don't act like that's not a workout because it is it's a little bit you're right you're right but i will say that these are definitely qualities that I've tried to steer away from, and maybe it's time for me to embrace them and use it for my for good instead of right, for bad. Like flip it and make it positive. <laughs> right, because <laughs> I have definitely been unreliable in my life, and I have definitely been a little risky. <laughs> gonna leave it there. Now, the last card that you chose for me, it's another opportunity to step into this. It's the Seven of Diamonds. This is kind of wild. Um, the diamonds, practicality, material worlds, this day-to-day life, home life, work life. The seven is a mystery. The seven means, like, the fog is lifting or there's multiple paths. And to pick one, you can't see what it is until you get down there. So you have to go down the path to find the road, if that makes any sense. And that's kind of what the mystery is, which is wild because... I feel like that's where I'm at. I feel like a lot of people might be there right now. Day-to-day life is kind right. of like a mystery. I know what I'm doing today, but that might not be what we're right. doing in two weeks. <laughs> so we just It is all such a mystery. I feel like that's really dope. And then also like what can come out of that is like change is so crazy. And sometimes I think we all feel like, well, we want to go back to normal. But what was normal right. about how we lived before? And if anything, getting off the capitalist hamster wheel made me feel like, oh, I should try to enjoy my life more because yes. I feel like it's it's all. Yeah. So I'm excited to go down this path and I'm excited for you to go down this mysterious <laughs> right? path. And what's going to be there? <laughs> I can't wait. We're doing great. I feel like it's going to be good. Vicky, you have great energy. Like you are like this has been I feel like I've known you forever. We literally this is our first time speaking right? on this podcast, <laughs> which is wild. I love it, though. But this is why I love doing this is because everybody has a story. And I always feel like I can talk to anybody about anything as long as I like take my perspective as my perspective and allow their truth and their perspective to be theirs. Right. That's so important. And, that's, and like, we need to all do more of that. Yes, it is. I can promise you it. life gets way more entertaining when you do that. and <laughs> Way more entertaining. And you have less fights. I promise. Just, okay, that's that's your life. Doing great. Right, okay, do you. <laughs> do you. <laughs> right. Okay, Diva, Miss Scam Goddess, why don't you tell everybody where they can find and consume you all over everywhere. Uh, guys, you can find my Scam Got a Show if you like robbery, if you like fraud. Yes. <laughs> Vicky loves robbery. Yes. <laughs> 
Scam Goddess Podcast on any platform. And then also me, if you want to look at my shenanigans, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. I love it. I am going to say something. I've waited this whole recording to say this, that my first dog and my best friend in the world, I named her Lacey. What? <laughs> yes, and she Aww. she was with me from three years old till I was, I think, 17. Wow. Yes, yes Lacey. That, so- I'm going to be your new Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm better than your dog, honestly, but I might not be. No. But I'm going to try. I was just really trying not to um, relate a beautiful black woman to a dog. Like, I was really trying <laughs> not to do that, but I had to tell you about it. <laughs> um, if the listeners would like to find more information about this podcast, I know that we have links for, you can find out more about Black Lives Matter and you can find places to note, donate and petitions to sign in our link tree over at Doing Great Pod at Instagram. You can find it and I'm the Vicky Vox on Instagram and Twitters and thevickyvox.com. I got links for you for days. What I am going to do, because I hope that people go to the iTunes and they leave comments and I really hope that they leave us a five stars because we're doing great. Or they could leave us five stars because we're terrible. Like, I kind of love that. Like, I hope that we're that terrible that you are passionate enough (laughs) to leave us five stars for being complete shit. Look, support your BIPOC communities. Leave five stars. The least you can do. The least you can do today. (laughs) You can be like, that's enough activism today. (laughs) The least you can do. So what I'm going to do over here is read one of the comments that somebody has written for us. Um, oh, girl, why these names that they put? I'm gonna read this one. It's from Jason. <laughs> I had to read it like it was written. <laughs> I have always loved watching Vicky Vox perform at my local clubs, and I'm so happy she finally has her own podcast. Bitch, me too. If you're a fan of drag, conspiracy theories, or card reading, then this podcast is an absolute must. Well, then I'm doing my job. Thank you, Jason. Yes. <laughs> Yes, all true, all true. Girl, before we say goodbye, I am kind of concerned about this one new conspiracy theory, and I don't know how I feel about it, but I'm going to leave everybody with this little bit. Be careful about the government giving you money and only having it digital. That's all I'm going to say. All right, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody, the non-binary folks, everybody out there, I really do hope that you have a great day. I'm Vicky Box, and you are fucking welcome. Goodbye. (laughs) Yes! Oh my god, that was the